Hey, supers. How are you all doing today out there in the super community? Uh, I uh, I was hoping to have a guest on tonight, Matt. If you, you've watched the stream, uh, any of these streams or any of the old uh, Dreamers podcast videos that I've put together, um, he has been a regular, uh, one of my best friends uh, in the whole wide world, as well as... Uh, the person who uh, gave me the Super Joe Pardo name uh, way back in 2006, I believe, was the uh, the year. So, yeah, I was hoping he would join me because he is a huge uh, proponent of Twitter. I don't know if proponent is the right word, but he's a huge user of uh, of Twitter. And I thought I would try to tackle this uh this topic, the reason I'm, I wanted to bring up this topic is because uh, I posted a poll a little while back uh, asking, "Do should I uh, toss my hat in uh, as CEO of Twitter? Uh, obviously, this is a few days ago at this point, uh, but I would like to think... Uh, that we could have a, a pretty good conversation around this topic uh, because of the fact that uh, it's so polarizing and people, you know, have their own takes on it. And, uh, you know, some people love Twitter, some people hate Twitter. And, I mean, here we are. Uh, I used, I usually like to see an 80 uh, or a, was it a um, – an 80-20 split, but in this case, that is not the case. We we have a 61-39% uh, split, which uh, I, I have so many thoughts. So, so basically, the reason that this question came up in the first place was because of – uh, one of our one of our team members, one of our mechanics at the shop, uh, came in and my office and was like, "So are you are you are you putting your hat in, tossing your hat in the ring to be uh, the next CEO of Twitter?" And I kind of laughed. I'm like, "Well, uh, what? Wait, why are you asking?" I was like, "Oh, well, you know, Elon wants to, uh, you know, asked about getting uh, somebody else to do the job and." I was like, well, I, obviously, I, I I saw that, and apparently, he got voted off his own island uh, of of being, you know, of, of whether or not he should be Twitter CEO. And um, I, you know, I I gave it, I was giving it some thought, uh, and I was like, well, I don't know that I would necessarily want to take that position uh, because of the. You know, you're still going to have to answer to the guy who, who, who got, I mean, whether he directly got all 40 some billion dollars together on his own or not, you still have to answer to, uh, to him, right? Like he, I imagine he owns the majority share, even if he's not the, you know, he's not the sole owner of the company though that maybe he's not, maybe is honestly I haven't looked that closely into it I personally haven't used Twitter all that much I have a Twitter handle it's at super Joe Pardo uh it's been a, I've had it for I don't know a number of years um I've had different Twitter handles over the years um and I think I still have access to some if not most of those accounts uh that were for different companies and things that I've I've put together but um 
you know, I, 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 you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of like a, a burning ship. You, you, you're like, oh, you get to be the captain. It's like, first things first, deal with the mess. I'm like, okay, well, it's a mess. But uh, one thing I, I would say that, that Elon has done well is getting people to go to the platform. Now, whether or not that's sustainable or not, but, you know, is to be seen and and we'll see if it continues to be uh, a th- a platform that people you know flock to but i just think that i would like to see i mean i i love the idea right i love the idea of the town square i i i, I love that well at least in theory i love the theory of freedom of speech uh i love the theory of it being a town square that's not uh manipulable uh by you know people behind the curtain you know wizard of oz style of things uh that doesn't obviously it doesn't mean that that's the way it is was or ever will be but uh but i i feel like it would be really cool if that was the case um, I think that, you know, at least Elon's explanation of wanting to own Twitter and the idea that it's uh, that we as as society need a, a town square that's uh, unbiased and, and all that is it's admirable. It's admirable. And uh, but clearly the way that Twitter was being run was just burning cash uh, left and right, even though they they had you know, they had the brand deals, uh, with, with companies and they had, um, you know, a, a decent sized user base though. You know, how many of those people are bots, bot accounts? I, you know, I don't think I ever actually saw the, the final count on that, uh, which, you know, makes me think that, uh, it, maybe it was, or maybe it wasn't, uh, as much as, uh, you know, they were purporting, which is why, you know, one of the reasons Elon wanted to get out from the deal was, oh, it's just, there's just so many bot accounts. It's more than 5% of the, of all of Twitter. And it probably is. And, and how many of those accounts are dead, right? Like I know I, I have several accounts on Twitter that are all dead, uh, or just not actively posting on. So I, I think that's a big thing that, you know, you have to consider when you're saying like how many active users are logging in, how many active users are, you know, tapping into the platform and, and using it. And then also looking at like how many people actually are using the platform and like contributing to the platform versus just use like having a login, logging in and, and using it to like get the news or get, you know, updates on this, that, and the third. Like I know I never really made it part of my habits to like get into to using Twitter on the daily uh, a part of that is uh, I'm a, just a very slow reader. I, I like to read every single word, and that just takes a lot of time. And I just, you know, it just doesn't work for me. Uh, reading each of those tweets when it's just like tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet. Um, but I, but I do see, see the value in it. Um, so going back to it, like you know, thinking about the the team member that asked that question, um, I. You know, I, I don't know that I would want to work under uh, Elon uh, personally. Um, I do, you know, full disclosure, I, I own a Tesla, a uh, big proponent of Tesla and what they're doing and, and where uh, I think we, we need to move uh, as a whole. And, and batteries might not be the end-all, be-all forever and always. Like, I, 
you know, I, I think that it's just another stepping stone. You know, to me, it's a it's a stepping stone to the next thing, uh, which is fine. But uh, getting away from you know fossil fuels and 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 all that, um, I think is a it's it's a step in the it's a step in the right direction overall. Even if it's not again the end all be all of uh, transportation forever and always. Uh, I mean, if that was the case, like trains, you know, steam trains and horses. And, you know, we, we've gone through iterations of uh, transportation over the years. But so I, I think what's also interesting about his his offer to the to the Internet is that he would still run the technology side of it, which not that I'm not a tech head and all, but uh, when it comes to like, you know, running servers uh, and code, like I I understand um, I have an extensive background in, in technology, but I don't have a, a a specialized background in technologies, right? So I don't. I, I think that it would be really great to have somebody that could run that side of it, uh, while while being the the face of it, while being the voice of reason in the room, uh, while you know. But, but like, how much power would you really have to somebody who? Um, clearly has abused the power uh that they've had in the short period of time that they've had it uh things like blocking people uh things like uh you know discovering that there's an open uh oh was it there was an open opportunity for people to uh was it to go into the 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 voice chat rooms or whatever the I forget what they're called um, the equivalent of Clubhouse for for uh, Twitter, and go in there and 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 even though you were like banned from Twitter, you could still get into the voice chat room. And then, oh, you know what? We're just gonna shut down the voice, the whole voice chat room thing. Like, come on, like, come on, man, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous, right? It's it's um, it's like chi- it's like childish. Uh, you know, fix the problem. Don't don't fit like don't just throw a hammer at the problem and expect it to be uh to be fixed. That's pretty ridiculous. So, you know, th- things like that just makes me makes me like hesitant to to even want to would even want to have that job because I feel like I would probably get very frustrated very quickly um at the lack of uh you know standards at the lack of pol like like i always say um and this goes for any business uh even in 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 with my own kids right um you can bend the rules you can break the rules but there's got to be rules right and and we don't want to make it a habit of bending and breaking the rules but sometimes you know it's it's sometimes you have you have to right um I think uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, Lee Cockrell, I forget how he said it, but, um, the, you know, as a counter to the idea of a policy, uh, it's like, you know, companies make policy so that they could be basically so you have like a nameless, faceless thing to blame for why you can't be customer centric. Right. And uh, I, I wish I could remember the exact quote that uh, that he made, but if you haven't checked out Lee Cockrell, any of Lee Cockrell's books, you you uh, you, sh- you should consider doing so. He, his, he writes some really great books. He was uh, a, a former uh, was it say former executive vice president at the Walt Disney World, uh, the resort. He was uh, the 
the executive vice president of operations. He actually wrote the uh, foreword for my book, uh, Sales Won't Save Your Business. So, um, and he's written like four, five, six books. He has books published in all kinds of languages and stuff like that. So uh, really great resource for for management uh, stuff specifically. He And he's a great, he's just a great person, great, great human uh, to get to know and, and to get to hang out with and, and all that. But uh but yeah, so I it, it's it's a complicated it's a complicated mess. Um, but one thing that I do feel is important um, that I, I I I differentiate with away from Elon is like I know he put out the ultimatum like oh you guys are gonna work hard like crazy crazy hard or you might as well just quit now. Um, while I be, you know, I believe that when the chips are down, you have to swing the bat. That doesn't mean that the chips are down and everything's going all in every single day, uh, forever and always. Um, especially when that doesn't mean not. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a sense of urgency, but um, every day should not be the battle that you're that he's trying to make it out to be now with that said there is dire issues in twitter um and issues like web service issues and stuff like that that like need to be fixed uh i've heard all kinds of reports of different things being broken and like weird 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 stuff breaking that should never be broken it shouldn't be broken on a on a website that's uh trafficked by the entirety of the world uh, from around the world and if if i were to get you know get involved um i don't think i would want to bring that kind of uh rhetoric there now that's not to say that he didn't offer you know packages to people to leave effectively and that's not to say that it wasn't already bloated from other you know from uh you know jack dorsey ramping up because of uh the pandemic like it's 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 kind of a it's kind of funny or a strange that uh like these tech companies that you know because we we make out these tech companies and these uh people that are you know multi multi-millionaires and all that to like be able to see things that we can't see and yet some of the 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 biggest follies of uh, the last, you know, two plus years uh, have been from the tech industry, you know, the tech giants staffing, you know, overstaffing, um, having the disillusionment or illusionment. I'm not sure. One, one or the other. Uh, however, I guess it depends on the perspective uh, that this is how things are and will always be like we're just, you know, hitting the the fast forward button on uh digital taking over the world and that clearly is not the case that's not how um things are playing out now you know retail uh brick and mortar has come back uh pretty strong but with that said they're ma- you know brick and mortar is managing a decline overall um kind of like the cable you know, broadcast companies managing decline like every year. It just 
shrinks a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more as more more people cut the cable, watch uh, YouTube or watch something else. Like it's uh, kind of crazy to see like that they're just you know in a managing the 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 decline versus proactively trying to bring people back uh back into the fold um and i think we kind of saw that too uh with uh you know to bring it to shark tank like shark tank live i think was you know the idea was to bring you know bring a sense of urgency to watching this show live and not just watching it like you know, on Hulu or watching it here on this channel or on their YouTube channels. You know, well, they have several different YouTube channels that they, uh, you know, show, share the show. So uh, it's it's just really uh, funny to see and sad at the funny and sad at the same time uh, to see the decline of uh, high quality network television and then also in the in the brick and mortar and now uh, stuff is coming back up from what it was, uh, at least in the brick and mortar side, the TV side, um, they had their spike in the beginning when I was stuck at home and then came back, you know, it was come back down to reality, uh, of, of going back to, to managing the decline. So when it comes to Twitter and whether or not, like, I, I don't know, it, it would be really, so, so there's like pluses and minuses. So I, that's, so after this, um, this team member asked me the question, of would I be interested in that job? Uh, you know, I started weighing out the the positives and the and the negatives, and you know, it's like getting on a sinking ship, right? Like, is it can we can we turn it around? Maybe. Uh, I I think that there you know there's a ton of value in the name Twitter. I think that having somebody that um, tries to embody the things that Elon says but doesn't necessarily do uh could definitely help um but at the same time i feel like oh wow like i don't know that i would want that you know association with with it that like you know if it fails like it might be you you know it's not going to be elon that's going to be taking the heat for it it's going to be whoever the ceo of twitter ends up being right and that's going to be uh me because the buck isn't going to stop with with elon like that's not going to happen right because elon's done too many uh positive things that he's not going to take the rap for that um so i don't know that i would want to be you know, that had the bus backed up over me on some stuff that's like, you know, we had a conversation about it and you were like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. And I was like, oh, okay. But, um, you know, we have the data to support why we should or why we should do more research into doing that kind of thing. Um, yeah, we're not going to do that. Oh, okay, cool. So things continue to like the, you know, the, the Rome continues to burn and we just sit back and, uh, take the heat for it. And I, I mean, there's something to be said for, for, um, professional fall guys <laughs> like, uh, uh, Roger Goodell is a great example of this, right? Like he's, he's the guy, like they, he gets paid a lot of money to make decisions, uh, gets paid from, you know, the league and the ownership, uh, of the NFL to like, manage the really not popular decisions that are made 
in with the NFL. And he's probably going to be, uh, you know, able to land wherever he wants next, if, especially if there's an organization that has like, oh, we're kind of on fire right now. We need a guy that's going to come in and like take the heat for us. You know, that's I think that's asking uh, a lot of of me and of my family because I would absolutely be taking it very personally. Um, I I don't like to, uh, you know, set expectations that would uh, that that put me in a in a bad position, um, and and put it put me in a bad position because I can't make the decisions uh, to act actively make change to actively uh do what's right and 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 in the case of twitter what's right is really hard to know right like we like in theory we know what hate speech looks like in theory we know what you know shouldn't be allowed on the platform but in practice it's really not as black and white as that uh makes it really tough uh Himan, i hope i said your your name right uh, thank you for joining us in the chat if uh please everybody that's watching right now uh please let us know where you're watching from in the chat it'd be great to, to hear where everybody's uh tuning in from uh how's it going it's going pretty well we got you know eagles you know first first uh first place eagles though i'm still i'm nervous everybody here in philly is nervous uh if you're following, following the nfl at all we're a little nervous. Uh, last couple of weeks have been rough. Um, oh, that's great. I'm glad I – ding, ding for me. <laughs> I'm really – I'm not great at, at, at uh, pronouncing names most of the time. So I, I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that I got it right. Uh, I've been watching your videos for a while. Keep going. Well, that oh, – oh, my computer monitor went to sleep here. Uh, that's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, we, you know, it's, I've been doing these videos since, uh, November, November, November of 2020. Uh, man, I'm going to have to do a, uh, when we come up on March, I, I, that's when March 2020 or 2021 is when I started taking it really serious. And I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, do, uh, like a two year, uh, anniversary show, uh, for, for the channel. Uh, then and we'll I'll talk about like some of the the crazy things that I had to do going through trying to figure around the whole copyright system and everything is real real pain in the butt and I spent a lot of hours just to get out of the gate and going uh but oh you're more of a basketball guy so like uh yeah so I we don't I don't really watch much basketball I follow the Sixers uh for the most part but uh but yeah it's uh nba is not really my thing outside of you know watching a sixers game every once in a while uh oh thanks Chaz. good to see you in the chat uh yeah i'm looking for i had to figure out the i had to find uh, i think it was like march 1st or something it was like the uh the the two year will be the two year mark of like taking it really seriously because i had done a few videos prior to that uh shark tank related and and the profit related here on the channel but um it was like in march i was like all right i really need to like i'm already starting to see some traction growing like let's like really dive in and 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 get it going um and we've gone through a lot of iterations over over the last two years with the channel but uh but how are you doing hamat how are you doing chaz um 
Mike, A-U-R, Mike, uh, if you were appointed CEO of Twitter today, what would you be, what would be your first order of business or action as CEO? Ooh, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one, right? I think my first order of business is let's, let's read the room, right? Let's have a conversation and let's talk about, uh, whatever you know what's on everybody's mind like what's what's working what's not working and that's a conversation that would happen without uh elon there um and then we put the you know we get uh you know a person or two people together put the findings together um and say okay here's here's like the most actionable things that we can do now what what can we do in the short term and what can we do you know what's long term uh plans right that's just get a plan get the plan of action together uh cuz you you know it's 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 easy to sit back and like armchair quarterback it right and say oh well you know i would do this and that um but i to me the first thing is is get a beat of what what's going on with everybody you know what's what's on everybody's mind what's what's working what's not working how could we do it better um and and if anybody has any ideas like bring it to the table and we'll we'll you know we'll 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 workshop it right and see what's where where we're at um that would be that would definitely be my first thing and cuz i think it's also a level of trust too uh that like we're here to we're here to listen just as much as we're here to take action and if we're just taking action, then we're probably not really listening. And if we're just listening, we're not taking, you know, we're not going to be taking any action. But, uh, but yeah, that, that, that's what I would do. Uh, good to see you. Uh, was that R-E-N-S-16? I can't pronounce these things. Come on. All right, uh, uh, AP. Uh, hello. I hope you're all well. I'm doing great. I'm glad to ha- glad to have you here. Um. Uh, Let's see. What's it? Haman says, I'm just doing some work, uh, trying to raise some capital. This is random, but can I have your email? Are you a VC by any chance? Haman, I am not a VC yet, but I did do a poll uh, the other day asking about just that, about whether or not uh, I should... Uh, should I start investing in businesses in the super community? And the answer uh it seems to be overwhelmingly uh yes yes i should um so i'm i'm definitely open to the idea of doing it and i've been what i'm playing around with right now is how i would go about implementing it um and so it, it, what i'm what i'm proposing uh what i'm proposing is that and we'll, let's, let's workshop this right now, right? Uh, so what I'm proposing is because the, because the channel is doing really, really well, um, I mean, it's not paying all the bills, I, I mean, or any, you know, by any stretch of the means, but like because it's doing well enough that I feel like I want to be able to give back to the community in, in some way, shape, or form, um, I would like to start investing in businesses in the, the super community. So what I... And proposing is I, I'm thinking I'll start um, a fund and that fund will start at, say, 10. I'm th- I'm, the number I'm thinking is $10,000. And each month I will take a percentage thinking between like one and maybe up to 10 percent of the ad revenue that's generated on the channel. Take that money uh, and add it to the $10,000 fund each at, at the end of each month. Right. So we do, uh, you know, I have an open call. 
for pitches and I take the pitches. We go through the pitches. I'll get to create content from that, which should generate more ad revenue um, for the channel. You guys and girls, gals, uh, you know, in the super community can share the videos, give you a more reason, more incentive to share the channel um, and help it grow that way. And then uh, when I, you know, when the time comes, uh, I will, you know, pick, you know, when a when a business idea comes along that's worth it, uh, I, I will pick that business right, and then take up to, um, uh, up to that 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 total of the fund. So if it's you know in the first month it's ten thousand dollars, in the second month maybe it's ten thousand three hundred or ten thousand five hundred. Uh, whatever it is, and then for a you know take a percentage of the business and help uh, the business along uh, in the ways that I can, so that we can grow that business and grow you know my funds and my money and and your business and your money uh, and and support the super community in that way. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Uh, let me know what you think in the in the comments. Uh, if that if that makes sense, because I look, I've been passing it through a bunch of people to see like what makes sense. Because at first I was like, oh, well, we could do like a giveaway, but then I'm thinking like, well, I want to be able to take a, get a percentage too, because I want to actively be able to help more than just send money, send a check, right? Because money will only help so much. Uh, and I don't, you know, I know that not everybody is in a position to be able to pay me the fees that it costs for me to work on their business, especially as the channel grows. The time that I have is like less and less and less. And it's like, wow, I could like be working with you one on one or I could make like three videos that will, you know, have recurring income for for years to come. You know, it's just how much time do I have? Not a whole heck of a lot. I'm lucky I'm even able to be here tonight with all of you. Uh, Hamant, if you want to get in touch, just go to joepardo.com slash contact. Uh, you can send an email from there and I will get back to you as quickly as I can. Um, and once we get the, uh, the, the investment fund together, <clears throat> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll definitely be getting it out to everyone. Uh, Paul says, is it November yet? <laughs> can we workshop the mustache back? I don't know, Paul, my wife, uh, was not a fan of the mustache, uh, at all. She really did not like it. Um, so I, was, I don't know, but I'm thinking like for next November, like I was thinking like maybe doing a handlebar mustache all the way down or something like that. We'll, we'll see. I, I just can't, I, I can't do, I can't do it. I was going to find out like, um, after November, I, I, and I kind of thought this was going to happen. I, or towards the end of it, I noticed that I had like, um, it's called like beard rash or something. I've gotten it like once or twice before. Uh, where it's just like a blotch of red skin. It's like, okay, I shave it, and it's like just there. So I just kept moisturizing it into like into oblivion. It took a couple of days for it to like fully go away. Uh, let's see. How do we, how do we say your name? Kaher? 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 I apologize. Uh, big fan, Joe. I don't even watch Shark Tank anymore unless it's from your channel. Wow. I really appreciate that. It's... Uh, it's so much fun to get to do these videos and I, I love getting to connect with people, you know, people literally all over the world, uh, as well as, uh, just getting to learn, you know, uh, what, what was it? Um, the, the term I, I've heard it before, but it, uh, something I was watching today was like the more, uh, what was it the more I, 
was the more I learned, the less I know. And I always constantly feel that way. You know, it's like you, you're just you you have to be in learning mode. And that's the way that I try to approach uh, everything. Uh, so all oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Paul. <laughs> uh chaz says i can't watch shark tank now without show <laughs> jeez oh that's, a, that's such an honor i you know what's funny is is my wife uh and i used to watch it a lot uh year yeah, years ago before we had kids and like didn't have time to watch anything um and it, you know so, so so i would like literally i was doing the same thing like i'd pause it and be like what the heck are they doing like why would they not think like this and this and this and this is just like rattle off stuff so she would um she wouldn't get mad she'd she'd be like oh yeah i I totally yeah and she's like all this makes sense right like when you're talking like it all makes sense i'm like yeah i i well maybe it makes sense to you because uh you know because i'd read some of the comments to her and she'd be like oh well i you know i don't uh how does that not make sense or how does this not you know, how do people not know this? I'm like, well, they're not sitting next to me while we're watching Shark Tank on a on a Friday night or whatever. Um, so, you know, I, I, I she uh, she used to watch the channel uh, back when I had Larry on like every week because she would watch for what he would say, not for me, because she knew what I would say. It's just, you know, for her, it was it was like, what's Larry going to say next? Because Larry would say anything. Uh <laughs> Paul says, "Effing crazy how this channel hasn't blown up yet. Need more Super Joe fans and more mustache and more cowbell. The cowbell. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a something. You know, it's a, it's a bell and then the cowbell. I should get some. I should get a cowbell in here. Sounds like you're trying to create your own Shark Tank," says Chaz. "And you're a genius. Great idea. Thank you, Hamant. Uh, yes. So that is the soup. The Super Tank is what I'm thinking of calling it. And I have some friends that are." actual vcs um and some people that are actively looking to invest in money so uh so maybe i mean the problem with that is is it's not that i can't do it the problem is is the time <laughs> getting the people together and like getting everybody in one place at a specific time especially for me right now is really tough so uh, at some point, I would love for the channel to be like the only thing I have to do and the only thing I have to worry about and uh, and all that. But that's not the case where it is right now. I work at the shop, uh, part of part of solution. I got a part of Fleet Solutions right here. Uh, so like, it's a little hard uh, to to be able, you know to be there every you know five days a week uh, on call, pretty much twenty four seven, and at the same time you know schedule for something that's at like three o'clock in the afternoon it's really it's tough so even doing the interviews and stuff like i have an interview to uh, i think or wednesday i have an interview and that is with who is that with but i have like one time set oh it's for um was it tada foods with john uh who was on Shark Tank a little while ago. Um, so, yeah. So, it, you know, even doing that is is tough. Like, just having that one hour block that I can can keep in the uh, schedule has been really tough for me. Because uh, it's just family stuff, you know. So many things. We just added more stuff <laughs> to, the, to the schedule this weekend on Sunday mornings at, like, 8.30 in the morning. we got to be at, at swim lessons. So, uh, it, you know, it just, it's constantly evolving. The schedule's constantly evolving, but, uh, let's see. Paul says, uh, oh, the first, the first try was right. So, uh, Kahir, 
I'm, I think Kai here is what I said first. Uh, me on every ad I see nowadays. Where are the faces? Ding, ding. Absolutely. You got to self-identify. And I think it's really, really important that, that companies – it's surprising that more companies don't get that. I know it takes time and effort, especially smaller companies who have to, like, do photo shoots and stuff. But I've actually been a part of – one photo shoot uh, for a friend of mine who was creating promotional uh, promotional stuff for uh, her. Uh, what were they? It was uh, for for interior design. It was like an interior design course, and that's so she she created uh, like a basically got everybody together to like take photos and stuff while she did like a mock version of her uh, class, which was which was pretty cool. But like that that's a great way like to not have to put one on and get a photographer there for the first one. Like you just schedule out your time and then you make it happen. Um, Chad says that would be awesome. You were two updates says, Hey Joe, how you doing at Paul? I have in fact suggested it, uh, in an ad, uh, our ADV and their engagement has increased. Ding, ding. That's great to hear. Yeah. Of course it will. I mean, you take a picture of like, airpods you know it's it's just airpods and you know it's like oh that's cool but like we saw it with um the ipod commercials if you if you're not familiar with the ipad ipod commercials from back in the day like it was people rocking the headphones right and it was like uh colorful and yeah you couldn't see their faces but you know they're people so they're dancing around and having a great time with their their uh their ipods or you know and their headphones so yeah, it it's just part of uh, it's just part of it. Hello, uh, Paul says hello. I forgot about the, his bell when I wrote that. I was thinking SNL, but yes, now he must have a cowbell. I'll uh, I'll take a look on Amazon see if I can get a cowbell for not too. But then I gotta like hit it like this is you know I just hit it with the with my finger like I don't have to like get a stick and beat it. Uh, Paul says wow well, yeah uh, yes nice job Papa Joe needs to ring the bell on that one. <laughs> Uh, Chess, take your time, brother. It'll manifest 100. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so I, going back to the idea of, of having the investment fund, uh, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm pumped. I, I think it's a really, uh, I think it's a solid idea to be able to to give back and to incentivize people to share the channel and um because i I did do a pitch competition once it was back in july i like half-heartedly put it out there um i only had like three people get back to me at the time the channel was quite a bit smaller at the time uh but it's but i but also the the uh the challenge was only for i think it was a it was a hundred dollar amazon gift card so it was not nearly as big of a deal as say you know right now we're up to you know have ten thousand dollars uh up to ten thousand dollars of investment money in the fund uh and we'll go from there so i I think it's just i I, you know i just want to put the web page together website together the submission form i i already have it from the uh the competition so i just have to like make some modifications and add like a spinning number so that it spins up to the ten thousand dollars uh and then each month like i said we'll just add one to ten percent uh of the fund of the ad revenue money uh into that and while i have your attention there is something else uh that i have been looking at doing that i've been really nervous about doing now i'm curious how many of you in the chat use um uh 
use uh, Discord? Is, is it just like throw a throw an emoji up if you uh, if you use Discord? I I personally use Discord, and I because uh, I wanted to put together a private community, and I hate the word private because it's not really private. Like anybody anybody's welcome to join as long as they follow like the house rules of it, right? Um, but I wanted to, cause people have been, you know, reaching out and they're like, Hey, I, you know, I would love to work with you. I'd love to get to, uh, you know, get your input on this, that, and, and a third. Um, and, uh, what's up, what's up lackluster nerd hand, hand pink waving, I guess. Is that, is that the emoji for discord? Um, discord is useful. I, I use it to connect with my, with my friends, uh, all the, all the time, every, every Wednesday we do game night. So, uh, thanks to the, the pandemic, but, uh, but anyway, I, I wanted to put together a discord server to help, uh, you know, to enable me to be able to support people, uh, in the community in a, in a little more intimate setting, have a place where I could, uh, do guest, uh, works, you know, guest-based workshops and things like that. Uh, Don Hector Breaking Bad has nothing on Super Joe's Bell skills. <laughs> I actually watch, haven't watched Breaking Bad. Uh, my wife keeps asking; she keeps bothering, like pestering me to watch it. Uh, there's a lot of TV shows I I actually haven't watched. I generally watch movies because they have a beginning, middle, and an end, and it's like an hour and a half to like three hours, and I can I can do that. Um, TV shows, especially hour long TV shows, seem to just do this thing where they like we don't know where it's going, and we're just gonna keep keep you you know carrot on a stick kind of thing not uh not my uh not not my favorite thing uh for 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 tv shows because i feel like they just stretch everything to fit the hour-long block um but you know so so with the discord server i wanted a place where we could uh talk about uh, you know, what you got going on in your business, as well as a place where I could support in other ways. So like I've put together uh, a handful of channels in there. I'm going to just open it up and share it. Um, so I put together a handful of channels in there, like one for, you know, one for people to walk, you know, get welcome a general uh, business, right. To talk about, to, to get ideas out there, get advice, uh, upload your elevator pitch to it, uh, get feedback on those pitches, a place for the universe uh, to put those goals out into the universe, right? I don't know how – you probably can't see this real well. It seems like it's really small on my screen. Uh, the the SJP channel, right, to talk about the channel as a whole and share you know the newest videos and stuff, but also in other channels like uh, deals where if you come across a deal for – like your bit, you know, business equipment or computers, technology, whatever kind of deals are going on. That's a place for that memes, uh, technology in general media. So like discuss media, like documentaries, news events, YouTube videos, TV shows, podcasts, music, books, audiobooks, movies, uh, a place for self-promotion. So if you have services and things to put it there and then fitness, cause I, I think, you know, I'm a, uh, I mean, I'm not a huge fitness buff myself, but, um, I do run half and full marathons. So, uh, and I'm working on getting back in shape after, you know, six years of having kids, uh, uh, having two kids in, in two years and, um, trying to work through that and work through a lot of other things. So, uh, been working on getting back in shape and, and, uh, I want to be able to support the other super, you know, supers in the community with their fitness goals, uh, as well. So, 
Uh, so anyway, I I put this up um, a, over in the uh, over on JoePardo.com slash SBC, and it is f- just five dollars a month uh, for for founding members currently. Um, there's 19 spots left for the founding members, so I you know I don't want it to be expensive. Now I do know that five dollars a month not in America, Canada, and Western Europe can be a lot of money. Um, so I, 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 with that said, like I, once we get this rolling, I do want to give, uh, do some kind of giveaway where we give away spots, uh, into the community and, uh, and, and maybe the price stays at $5 a month for, for at least a little while. I, I don't really want it to get past like 10 cause I don't want it to be ex- like private versus exclusive. I, I want it to be as accessible to most, as many people as possible while also supporting the fact that like. I get to because I got to invest the time into doing it and or having other people moderate it with me. Uh, as I said earlier in the stream, I'm a very slow reader. I like to read every single word. I read most um, like pretty much every comment that comes through the channel and it does take up uh, a bit of time. And, and you know, someday it's going to take up more time than I'm able to read all of the comments. But uh, but I think that's uh, one of the ways that I can help filter filter through that. So um so that that's that's when I, uh, I I'm gonna put a probably a short video together uh, soon and and put it out there and, and send out some emails and things. Uh, I'm not gonna probably promote it heavily here on the channel outside of the live streams just because I feel like the you know the live streams are where like the the fan like the real you know supers show up uh, the most at, versus like just you know any of the videos that anybody could be just searching for. Uh, so yeah, that's, and that's why, like, I also feel like it could help me keep the channel, um, mostly, if not completely, uh, ad free. Um, I really don't necessarily want to work with an advertiser unless it's really a a good fit for me at along and not just from a monetary standpoint, but something that I actively use, uh, something that I believe in, uh, something that I can do the background research into, um, it, which all takes time and money, right? Like it takes, or time and effort, I should say, um, and energy away from doing other things. So that's why I really think that, uh, you know, I, want to find ways to, you know, monetize the channel, where it's not dependent on sponsors that are just, you know, they're just here for the money. They're just here to to get their word in front of you um, and not really worried about, uh, you know, uh, the experience. And and honestly, taking feedback from um, from uh, from from Linus, you know, Linus Tech Tips. uh, Watching if you don't watch uh, if you don't watch Linus. Uh, you know, he, he does a show called the WAN show and he talked a bit about that on a story time, like, um, two weeks ago, a week ago, uh, where, you know, sponsors where they had to like can the sponsor because, you know, their, their audience was having a bad experience with the sponsor. Uh, and you know, those are the kinds of things that like I take very seriously because it's, it's personal, right? Like having, uh, you guys in the community, you girls in the community, gals in the community, um, it, it means it means a lot to me. I've I've been doing uh, online content creation since about '96 as a ten year old boy. So for me, uh, it's very important. Like my word and, and and social responsibility and all those things are very much at the top of the list. Uh, and I would hate for you know something like an FTX kind of thing to blow up in my face. 
um, it would it would be devastating to me um, because I, I the money it's not, I don't I'm not really doing it for the money I'm doing it because I love teaching I'm doing it because I love connecting with people uh, I always say like I don't read uh, books I read people and and the stories that they have and that's one of the reasons I do the interviews uh, it's one of the reasons I did like 300 plus interviews uh, on my podcast from 2014 to well still even to this day. Uh, and it's one of the things I love about the, the, you know, is those interactions. So to me, uh, it, you know, I want to be able to keep this as not transactional as possible. Um, so yeah, <laughs> look, you look, you what's up, what's up, look, you Joe, Joe, you, Joe, you should be the chief twit. You would run it better than the current chief, chief twit. You know, what's funny is that I, like, I, I said, I said in the beginning, uh, I, I barely have, I mean, I use Twitter, but I don't, you, I'm not like a heavy user of it. And maybe, maybe that's a good thing, right. To be able to come in with a, uh, unbiased set set of eyes that isn't connected to any one particular facet of Twitter, um, and the, again, I think the importance of it, uh, being that town square things that he has said himself, you know, the chief twit has said himself, uh, you know, but then has kind of gone back on not, not great, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, it's joeparter.com slash SBC. Uh, so if you, you know, if you want to get in there and, and get support, uh, for your, for your business, uh, it would be absolutely awesome to have you in there. Um, and if you don't have a business yet and you're thinking about it, like we'll put, you know, we'll talk it out, work out goals and stuff. It's, it's, I think it's the, the lowest bar set, uh, way that I can work like, you know, one on many, uh, with people, uh, in the, in the chat. So I can get outside in, in, input, I think is really, really, really important, uh, along the way. But, uh, Let's see. Mark says, morning, Joe. Mark from Bali, Indonesia. That's awesome. I have a friend, um, uh, Anita Sonia, is in, uh, is in Bali as well. Aside from YouTube, what do you do, Joe? Enjoy your Shark Tank episodes. Keep up the good work. Well, uh, well, Mark, I am the COO of Pardo Fleet Solutions, which uh, is my family's uh, truck repair company. Oh, can I get this to focus? Yeah. Uh, it's truck repair company. Uh, and then before that, I was the CEO of Pardo Truck Parts, which uh, was the largest independently owned heavy-duty truck parts company on the East Coast, founded by my grandfather and my uh, dad. Hey, Kid India, good to s- great to see you as well. Good morning from Israel. What is going on? I am. How do you pronounce that? Chad, Chad, Chasidish, I hope. I hope I'm saying that's right. Um. So yeah. So that's that's what I do. I so I was doing before YouTube started to to take off. I was doing one on one coaching uh, and consulting and stuff like that, as well as working at Part of Fleet Solutions. Um, but that, um, I just don't have time for the scheduling of it, uh, anymore. So, and, and I'd rather work on the YouTube channel. I'd rather, uh, work with the super community. Um, and yeah, that's so, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, well that, and I do one other thing. So I run the independent podcast conference, uh, which if you haven't heard is happening here in Philly, uh, September 8th to the 9th. So uh, it's our annual conference. 
that's been happening since 2015 when I put it together. There's me down at the at the bottom there. Um, and we've just had such a, a wonderful time. So it's all about building a podcast, create content creation, uh, social media marketing, the technology and everything. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've been doing oh, this has got to get centered weird. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing it for um, quite a while since like 2012. We put, I put it together at the end of 2014. And uh, and yeah, it's uh, two ninety nine right now. That includes a, a lunch on Friday and Saturday, and you get professional headshots included at the event, uh, as well as podcast speakers throughout the uh, throughout the event. We do it in one room, uh, which is really cool because you get to rub elbows with everybody. And we have like so many uh, Hall of Fame podcasters that come through. Uh, people come from all over the world. Like in this picture here, you got Sam, Sam is a good friend of mine. If you watch any of the business geeks podcast, she came uh, from Australia. Uh, Dr. T Dr. Tyson Franklin came from Australia as well for this event uh, in 2019. That was the last time we had one in person. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, this is the uh, founder uh, and CEO of blueberry podcasting, which is a podcast host one of the uh, preeminent uh, podcast hosts in the industry. So, yeah, so it's just, it's just really, it's just a lot of fun. We just have a lot, a lot of fun and, and learn and we get to, uh, you know, eat together and it's kind of like hanging out in my, uh, in my living room. So uh, that is the other thing that I do and we've done virtual events, but we have not gotten together since uh, 2019, unfortunately. Yes, welcome to the Super Tank, Paul. Uh, B says, hey, Joe, just wanted to say that I love your content, especially the Shark Tank videos. Always appreciate seeing your input and pitches episodes, too. Thank you, B. I really appreciate that. I'm so so happy to hear that you're getting something out of it. And I, I got to say, like, when... um when people come to me and they're like, Oh, you know, I feel like I'm addicted to the channel. I, you know, I, I feel bad, but at the same time, like, it's awesome because it's educational. Like I would feel so, I would not feel very good about myself if I was making addicting content that was not educational in the least. Um, I mean that with that said, like I watch some entertaining channels, uh, just for the sake of being entertained, but you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm addicted to them. I, I always want to be learning. Uh, you know, I think that's it's a really key element to it. So, um, but but with that said, like I don't know, I look at everything in a deconstructed manner. So I'm always looking at like what can I learn from this? What can I take take from it and like recycle it into my own stuff? That's um, that's how I look at. It. Like this weekend, I was at uh, 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 Magfest in DC, and I was only there for uh, literally. 24 hours uh you know i got to hang out with some friends but get, just walking around getting to see like how they were handling their uh you know their COVID 19 restrictions and things uh policies and and all that like it was really interesting to see and while i you know i'm a gamer we play games here on the channel too but uh you know i i'm not getting up dressed up in cosplay or anything like that uh, but I do, I did get for any of the, the, the people out there that know what Homestar Runner is, I did get a Homestar Runner hoodie, which I'm not wearing cause I'm repping the Eagles right now and a strong, bad, uh, talking plush doll, uh, which is, which is just awesome. My kids love, my kids just oddly love it. They never watched, uh, never heard of it or watched it until I showed, uh, some of it to them. Like they can't watch all of it cause it's, I gotta like go through the old episodes and, uh. 
and and see what they can watch but it's it's definitely um it's it's fun to see them love it so much so uh chat says great audiobook i like is ego is the enemy it's not a very long uh book but a very informative quick you said quake book but uh quick quake is my jam quake three specifically is my jam uh let's see give me a nice uh so locusus at chaz yes this is it was a uh fluster clock uh elon never intended to buy twitter it was just a stupid game by him uh and he won stupid prizes yeah he did win stupid prizes he um you know i I think he did think he was going to be able to get out of it and he probably should have just paid the billion but i guess his ego ultimately got the best of him uh and he just was like you know what let's do it we're gonna do it why not i got the money i'm not gonna be broke tomorrow i'm still gonna be able to fly around in my jet or whatever um yeah i don't uh i don't see I don't uh, yeah it kind of stinks it kind of stinks that uh that he he didn't just get out of it and uh and and, and not worry about it. Okay, it says you should have your next podcast meeting in Las Vegas. So, here's a business tip for you. The reason so I actually made the mistake um let me see is the where's the pictures app? I don't know. Do I not have the picture? Oh, event photos. So that's a great idea in theory. Uh, we made oh oh here's a, here's a quick story. So for the first four events, uh, we had uh, we held or for the first event we held it in um, in a school gymnasium. Which I guess I could pull up the picture. Yeah, here's the pictures from the first from the first one so like here's the yeah the, this was this so i got the school gymnasium for free um there was like i don't know 40 50 people that came it was a lot of fun but the friendships and the and and the people that showed up ended up all like a lot of them ended up being somebody in the podcasting space later on down the road um because and and we all got to like network and and do this awesome thing together which was have a podcast conference together uh there's our our awesome photographer Jeanette Pellegrini she has been our photographer for every single event but uh but like yeah there's just so many like awesome well-connected people that uh that were at this event in fact this here's uh Andrew Zappley who was on season three season two season three of uh master chef junior with uh gordon ramsay and he came in first runner up he came in second place uh on the show so i got i got he actually went to the school and that's how i because he was on the show I, I went to the school interviewed him and uh at a at a watch party for it and i got to become friends with him and and the family and um that's how i ended up getting to teach a podcasting class uh at the at the school uh which led to me getting this gymnasium to host the event at and then afterwards we we held a an after party at the house which we've done every year except for oh yeah here's what i look like if i shave my hair like super down um which is one of the reasons i don't shave it necessarily but but yeah just uh getting to host uh the after party this is actually in the the studio i'm in right now the garage uh but this was like before everything got like done to it 
but yeah, so it, we, we hold these after parties and, and had a lot, a lot of fun in the process. And uh, I think we watched like one of the um, Floyd Mayweather fights at it, uh, which was which was a lot of fun uh, to to get to to hang out with everybody. But so going back to like what happened for the fifth anniversary, I was like, hey, like it's the fifth anniversary. Let's get a bunch of people together. It'll be great. We're going to have a great time. Let's uh, a friend of mine owns uh, is a, is a minority owner uh, in a place called ocean resorts, uh, ocean casino resorts in Atlantic city. So it's like, Oh, let's, let's go there. Right. Let's, let's do it big. We're going to Atlantic city. Well, uh, I, at the time I was trying to, uh, it's weird. They, so, so I love the fact that they have people, right? Like they're showing people up there. Where's the actual building at though? Like if you were looking for like, what does the building look like? Uh, I guess you, you just wouldn't know. Wow. Okay. Um, maybe if I go to images. Okay. So it's like one of the largest buildings here in New Jersey. Uh, you're a, yes, you can ask questions here. Um, so it's one of the largest buildings in New Jersey and it actually went bankrupt, uh, like three or four years after it opened. And then we, uh, so a guy named Bruce actually went and, and, uh, and bought it. He stayed in Atlantic city. He's originally from Colorado. I think, um, he stayed that he stayed in Atlantic city for like, I don't know, a year or something like that. Sleeping at one of the other hotels while I was trying to like broker the deal for it. I got to meet him. Um, don't know where that picture would be um but i have a i have a couple of pictures with him um i actually interviewed him on the channel at one point not i mean it was like a minute minute and a half interview it was very very brief we were doing a video of something else and he happened to be walking by and so uh you know he, he jumped in on the video but um but yeah so it was a super cool building but the thing is it's like it's an hour away from uh the airport and it was going to be super expensive and i was like ah it's the fifth anniversary everything's cool so at the time i was trying to shoot like that year i was trying to shoot my uh a tv show for business uh biz tv uh called the top of super joe pardo where i go and i help a small business with their with their business grow the uh the top is the team the offer and the process so I, I do that, uh, and I didn't really put a lot of time and effort into the promotions and the getting things together, and uh, I was face, staring down the barrel of a $20,000 bill uh, just in hotel rooms that weren't booked. So that was my first lesson in uh, actually read the, read the uh, contract that you're signing. <laughs> um, and, you know, ultimately I was able to get out of it, uh, you know, working with the, the friend as a minority owner in the company um, was able to, you know, pull some strings and, and cause they, they were doing something that wasn't really great either. Uh, they were offering cheaper hotel rooms on their site than they were to me and my people. <laughs> so it's like, well, why would anybody book through me if they're just going to go like, can go to the website and book it cheaper? Like what the heck? Right. So, um, yeah, so I got out of that, but even still like it cost what would have cost me at the hotel that we ended up moving in the second year to, which is, uh, the holiday in, in, just outside of Philadelphia here in, in South Jersey, um, it, it, you know, it ended up costing me like 10 grand that week to, to do the event. And we didn't have, we barely, I barely broke even like barely, barely broke even. Um, 
not great. Wasn't was not was, and then to help, it didn't help that there was like a hurricane coming that weekend, and some people weren't able to travel, and it just yeah, and it also didn't help that it was so far away from everything else, like the airport and the highways and stuff like that. So, um, so would I go to Vegas? I don't know. I mean, I like I where I'm at. They're super cool. They're super chill about like not having to dump a bunch of money in and like make big commitments and pay for rooms and that aren't being used and things like that. So, um, I don't know. I, I think, I think what's important is, especially cause the way I operate it, it's like mostly me and my, and my good friend, uh, Amy J, uh, which, uh, she's right here in this photo next to Jeanette. Um, she helps, uh, operate the de- like at the event itself, but all the planning and stuff, it just, uh, it's, I, I do it as my, you know, as a, as mostly a, a, a team of one, uh, for majority of the year. And I think it's really would be tough, uh, to try to break away from that, uh, at least in the short term. And now that we're trying to get things going again, after, you know, taking a couple of years off, we, um, you know, I want to see how things go before I go making any kind of commitments to, uh, to, to having it in Vegas or, or anywhere much more expensive and further away. This place is only like 20 minutes from my house. So like I can run back and forth if I need to, uh, get anything. I supply all my own technical, like tech equipment, microphones, mixer, speakers, projector, you know, once you start paying for that kind of stuff, it just adds so much to the cost so quickly. So, uh, but at some point I do, I do want to, because if, uh, do, you know, other events elsewhere, um, cause it was originally called the mid Atlantic podcast conference and it's no longer that it's called the independent podcast conference. And the goal before, you know, the big illness, uh, was to m- do other events at other places all over the country, um, or world and or world. So we'll get, ba- we will get back to it. Uh, so we'll just see how things go this year. And, and, you know, the, the costs are so inexpensive that like, even if only, you know, 50 to a hundred people showed up, like I could, you know, easily do better than breaking even, uh, on the event. But Chad says, uh, interesting to see how different cities and States pivot, uh, from the Verona. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Uh, everybody, every, every state operates pretty much as their own little country and how they operate, uh, around, around the virus, uh, raft draws. Yes, you should be Twitter CEO. When are you dethroning Moss? Ding, ding. Uh, it would be, it would be, a it would be a huge boost to everything that I've ever done. Um, but it's also super scary because it's on a stage that would be, I think, kind of mind blowing um, just from a from the public standpoint. Uh, but I, do I think I could do it? Yeah, I, I do. I I don't know that. Um, I don't know that I would want. Again, going back to like, do I want to work under Musk? Maybe I would have to have a conversation with him first and really get a good feel for what. Uh, what is and isn't on the table uh, for as far as like, what can we change? What can we do? What can't we do? And where's the line drawn? Like, you know, and how often are we going to talk? So we're both on the same page. Cause just cause I'm CEO, doesn't mean that I- I'm not the money guy. Now when we're talking about billions here. So 
definitely something to uh, to think about. Hey, the fool in the rain. What's going on? Uh, hey, Joe, Alaska calling. Have you ever had a plausible idea for Shark Tank? Um, I did have uh, I did have one at least one idea that I wanted to do back in it's probably like 20 2004 i mean it's before shark tank obviously but it was um but there but somebody else went and patented patented it pat patented it i can't say that word and i don't know that um that i i don't know if they would have invested in or not um let me see i could probably search up the patent uh it was it was the idea, it was an idea of it, it and honestly it, it you know all these years later it like almost doesn't even make sense uh anymore because of because of like like global climate change and stuff uh but it was a way to melt ice off of uh off of a driveway without using salt that I'll I'll leave it at that I mean, I'm talking to somebody in Alaska, so maybe it does have some kind of application. But I, I, I did, you know, a couple of years after I had the idea, uh, I went and found because I was like, I was really serious about doing it. Like I knew exactly what I wanted, you know, what um, products I wanted to use to put it together and all. Um, and then I, go, you know, went through the patent uh, searches and, and found somebody that had already bought the patent for it. So, yeah kind of kind of put a damper on that one um look here says twitter didn't want that breakup fee uh they wanted him to buy the entire company yeah i mean it gave him an out they it definitely gave them an out uh let's see look here says bruce wayne uh chess says imagine the early twitter investors that only care about the 44 billion pockets got lined ding ding yeah they, yeah they uh they did. They did get lined. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, part of the problem with with money in general and, and being human is that we, you know, it's like they, they say like so many people that um, make like 100, you know, 100,000 plus a year, um, they're like, you know, still barely like making it right they're they're like constantly checked the, their paycheck to paycheck it just as well as anybody else that's making a lot less money than them um you know because the we always like move the the bar just a little bit further away right like the the gold is a little bit further away like oh we have a new iphone oh there's a new iphone then and there's a new this and a new that and you know it, the, the marketing um machine just never never stops and you know capitalism kind of needs it because that's what makes the world you know makes that world go around uh is people just constantly having that next thing to get um and and spill money out of their account and that's when you end up like you know because you get to like 150,000 200,000 five like but it's like your friends aren't making that they're making or quote unquote making this amount so like you're trying to spend all of your money to like keep up with them and like keeping up with the joneses thing like just it it really it really what also really sucks is that people have like this i think unrealistic expectation for what 
uh, life is like can be or should be, especially at different um, like values of money and like, oh, well, you know, you make this amount of money, so you should be living in like the mansion or a McMansion or something and you should have like everything be perfect or whatever. But like you live in a house like I, I don't know. I people, I've. I feel bad for people that like live in um well i kind of know what it's like to live in a museum because i kind of <laughs> i probably have partially did that growing up at my my stepdad and mom's house uh was like like three quarters of it was like a museum um actually probably more like four fifths of it was a museum of stuff and it just doesn't I don't know. It, it it never it never made me feel feel good or super welcomed. Um like I like we try to do like one of the things I, I pride ourselves myself and, and my wife's self on uh is making a house that people feel welcomed in and feel uh comfortable in. Like they're they're just coming to hang out and have a good time. It doesn't matter, you know, you don't have to get dressed up. We just sweatpants or whatever, right? And um it it's not a uh it's not a museum. It's not perfect. Uh, it's a house. We live in it. <laughs> it's a home, right? I should say, uh, it's a home. So I, uh, I think that's really important for, you know, it's like, like you look at, uh, what's that video of when Kanye was with, uh, with Kim Kardashian in their house. And it's like this big white sterile thing. And it's like, wow, like where's the living going on here? You know, like where, where's that at? Cause that's I think of an important part of of life <laughs> in general. So Yuri says, what are your thoughts on Ligma policy in the new Twitter employee code? Now, okay, uh admittedly, what is a Ligma policy? Or is that um let's see. Doing a little search here. Is it, is it the Raul? Is it this thing? Uh, but no, uh, always verify the account. Bones is arguably getting duped. I mean, I, I so uh, the whole like Twitter blue thing <laughs> was a complete debacle. Uh, that seemed like it was not very well thought out. But with that said, it also could have just been a marketing ploy. Like, get it wrong, but people have a reason to keep talking about Twitter, right? And keep keep it in their mouth uh, is, is I guess, the way uh, you would, you know, could look at it uh, as a marketing play. So I, I'm not sure if that's what you – if, if, if the Rahul uh, Ligma is what you're referring to. Fired an entire team of Twitter data engineers as reportedly sacked employees uh, are pictured walking out of San Francisco office on Friday afternoon. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I don't uh, – Let me, maybe give me some more prompt on what specifically um, you're looking looking for me to comment on. 
Uh, Lucas says that Chaz, if I were a Twitter shareholder, I would have told Twitter to accept Elon's offer immediately. I'm sure there was a lot of people, Lucas, that that was like, yeah, let's do it, let's let's cash out, let's go. Um, uh, Lucas says, I know, right? When when they asked for more and Elon was pulling back, they probably were pulling out their hair. Yeah, they probably were. Twenty thousand enough to, to bankrupt people. Uh, look, he says, you're just, uh, you're just best hiring a small hotel's conference room. Don't buy any hotel rooms as a condition of the conference room. Uh, ask if participants can have a discount if they book. So I, there's actually somebody that reached out to me about, they have a company, I haven't followed up with them, but they have a company that, uh, books hotel rooms at a discounted rate for conferences without having to go through the hotel. And they do all the negotiations and stuff like that. So I actually need to reach back out to them. But that's only if I really if I moved it to a different hotel. I mean, the hotel room rates I think is like a hundred or a hundred and twenty a night right now uh, for the the Holiday Inn where we're at. And the Holiday Inn is like super nice. Like I like I wish they would call it something else. I I, I talked to uh, one of my friends that I was talking to about hotel rentals and stuff, and she was like, "Oh, we, no, 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 we don't call it Holiday Inn. We call it IHG because that sounds more high end." I'm like, yeah, but it's still the Holiday Inn. Like, it's it's it gets the job done. And one of the things I love about the Holiday Inn where we're at is when you walk into the hotel, uh, you walk in like sliding doors. The conference, like the bathrooms are to your far, like right to the immediate right. There's the all the conference room is like the ballroom and everything is like right across the the way. The check ins right there on the left. The bars right there, like sort of to the left and then behind that's the the pool table and in between all of that is tables and chairs and couches so when you walk in like you get your badge from you know for the event it's just it's just up like it's mostly just us like we're hanging out and like where are people eating right there where are people at the bar right there like you could just you see them so you don't have to be like oh where do i gotta go here to there and that was one of the things we ran into at ocean was like where are we meeting up there's like 10 different bars all over the place and there's slot machines and all these other things. So, um, it, it felt very disjointed compared to, uh, what, you know, what people were used to, or it's like you walk in and like, everybody's right there. Everything's available to you. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say absolutely. Uh, do, you know, the problem with getting the conference room, uh, is you, you need, you know, a lot of times they they want you to get those rooms, um, and if you if you want any kind of discount, but the, that's where that other company comes into play. So, um, we'll, I'll have to reach out to them if we if we move forward with doing an event somewhere else. Uh, I had an idea, Chester. I had an idea for a cell phone holder on your thigh while you sit down or driving, but driving might not work. A cell phone holder on your thigh. Oh, like a like almost like um like they make like pistol holders for thigh like a thigh pistol holder like you'll see like usually it's like a a woman in a dress like keeps the gun under the dress like on the thigh, uh, I guess that could work. I mean, it's probably better than like shoving the phone in your bra or like up like up in the you know sleeve or something like that if you don't have it. 
Uh, Chaz says when something happens a lot to go to uh, something happens a lot go straight to Twitter. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's one of the great things about Twitter though is it's such an open platform that like people will just and you the other great thing about um, Twitter though is having direct access to people uh, like celebrities and stuff that like run their own Twitter account like that just you know are using it themselves and you having you can just you know at them and they will potentially see it more so than like a facebook page uh dragons den uk uh had a pitch where uh a woman was pitching a new de-icer product uh she was saying all she needed was one airport to make millions she got an offer but the equity offer was too high for her ah that's uh, I wonder what I wonder what kind of de-icer it was. Um Chess is comfortable. Chess, I think he'll uh he'll actually eventually bring back Twitter Blue for verification, but ten dollars uh or twelve dollars, I don't know. Seems weird. It's uh one way to verify. Let's see. Local holiday in in uh, rebranded to Crown Plaza. As they realized that they offered too much for a Holiday Inn, Crown Plaza and Holiday Inn are IHG rounds. Yeah, we have a couple of Crown Plazas around here. Um, yeah, we have a couple of Crown Plazas, but I don't think that they're very nice. I don't, I don't think they're very nice. Let's see. Uh, I guess that looks guess that looks nice nicer than an I than a uh than a holiday inn. I think it's crazy that there's just so many different brands of hotels. Uh you know, talking with my, my good friend Stacy, uh who is a uh uh an interior designer and does uh, does some IHD properties and stuff like that, hotel rebrands and and uh, and and refurbishment. Uh, it's always it's always interesting uh, to like learn a lot of these ins and outs uh, of of like what they can and can't do and and all that. Um, as as far as Twitter Blue, like, uh, but ten or twelve dollars, I don't know, seem weird. Uh, it's one way to verify. The problem with verification, like I get why he would want to change it. Makes sense. Uh, get some of that money. Why not? Right. Other people are getting paid for that, uh, for that service effectively, because a lot of those people were getting like junk uh, articles written about them to like make, you know, make the make it happen uh, to get the verification. And apparently there's like a whole underground um like a black market for getting verified, uh, you know. So I, I kind of, I kind of get it. But at the same time, like the thought process of like now we can just make all these uh, parody accounts that are all verified, and like pe- not everybody knows that verification has changed. So I think they're, they, you know, it's an education pro, it's a, it's a re-education process from what people are used to, especially on like every other site. Um, with that said, like I, I think that having that black market of verification kind of sucks so not a great way to begin with um but 
not you know paying for it's not great either so i i feel like there's got to be a there's got to be something in the middle <laughs> there needs to be a in the middle kind of thing um available so Loki says i suppose you're right that it was a marketing ploy however in the words of coca-cola we're not that stupid but we're not that smart they are all just human <laughs> that's all of them all of us are just human so we you know can make sometimes mistakes are the best mis- you know the best plans uh that are just mistakes but we say we don't we don't let people know that they're mistakes uh chess it sounds like airbnb i believe that stock and uber might get a good boost in 2023 those stocks got hit hard and those are important businesses for these times yeah uh we i definitely think that they could 2023 could be the year they bounce back if we don't head into a uh re, like a real deep recession um i think that would be uh you know that would be the the mark there of of whether or not those brands could could do better now i will say uh <clears throat> going to dave and busters like two weeks ago um like i think it was the day before it was the day before new year's eve um it was pretty crowded it's pretty crowded so you know I, I, that that that's to me is a pretty good sign that like people have money they're willing to go out and and spend you know and spend money in a way that um isn't necessarily you know something you need to do um chat says what's up with all these females carrying the phone in their in the back pocket i can see something on shark tank to help the women out uh my wife does that (laughs) she puts it in her back pocket i don't i don't well you know phones are so big now uh i mean i i personally love the iphone 13 mini it's the best iphone i've ever had and i will weep when i no longer uh when they no longer make another mini i mean obviously the 14 mini doesn't exist so like if they don't make a 15 mini or a 16 mini someday this ain't gonna work and i'm gonna be really sad so um yeah i hope that they make another mini at some point uh but you know it's a lot smaller my wife uses uh she has a 12 pro and with the case like a Otterbox big case like it's huge you, you pretty much have to put it in the back pocket look says yes i noticed that all the time it baffles me huge huge process 100 agreed but men put the phone in their side pocket baffles the women <laughs> uh more men are definitely going out or more people are definitely going out yeah i i would i would definitely agree um like if if you know going to magfest this this past weekend uh, I was only there from Thursday until Friday afternoon, but there was a pretty healthy amount of people there. And talking with a friend of mine who was there the year before, uh, there was maybe like less than half of the people that normally would be there. And so this year seemed like a big year for people to get back out. Now, they, everybody had to wear masks, which kind of stunk um, to have to do for that extended period of time, uh, like, you know, especially on the back of the year and stuff. It, it was my year still like kind of raw back there from it. Um, but we got to go and do it, right? We got to be in and hang out with people and, and, um, hopefully nobody got sick from it or, or anything like that. I know. I mean, I fortunately haven't gotten sick from it, so, uh, you know, but I didn't really go around super big crowds. It's pretty spread out. So, 
we'll we'll see we'll see um but it it is a problem like i mean it's still it's still in the back of my mind you know for even my september event for indie podcon because you know especially for indie podcon because we're all all these people in like one room for two days it's it's a lot and i don't i don't i don't i still don't know what like our you know covid policy is like i don't really want to ask people to wear masks the whole time i I think that if people chose to, I think that would be great. It definitely made me feel a little better at being in the same room with everybody for the, for two days. Um, with that said, I, I'm like 90% sure that they've installed like a filtration system in there, um, which would, you know, help goes a long way. But at the same time, like, again, you're in a fairly small room. I mean, relatively small room, uh, with a lot of people, um, all the same people for the same, you know, for, for two days straight. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would feel really terrible if somebody got really sick, uh, from it, but, uh, look here says they are not making any minis for a while. Doesn't sell good enough. Same for the budget iPhone. Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna have the iPhone 13 Mini for a while. <laughs> it kind of sucks because uh, I'd like to, I'd like to upgrade. I'd like to get that new camera in there, but you know, it's it is what it is. I, I'm I love the mini the mini. It's it's too perfect. Uh, one great thing that came from COVID 19 is more than uh, is more health conscious. Yeah, I I would agree. Uh, I would say that. For for us, it, it definitely put um, you know like because things like uh, like the flu. It's like oh, we know it's the flu season, but like yeah, it wasn't really at the top of my list or or thought process. But uh, definitely doing more to white uh, you know wash hands, make sure the kids aren't like putting their hands all over their face all the time, and just you know little things like that like even even trying to i mean i know i've been touching my face here but i i washed my hands before and uh well i haven't sanitized this stuff in a while i don't know but uh <laughs> just like one of those things like during the day not not doing it as much um so yeah you could always say on the invitation face masks are preferred but not required yeah i i i think i think so i mean i i know that our community like if I had had a, an in-person event last year, uh, a good chunk of our community would not have come. They would not. They just. They're just. They told. Like they told me. They're like, yeah, we're like, because I, you know, have a lot of individual conversations with these people, and um, they're like, yeah, like you can have an event. That's awesome, great, but we, I won't be there uh, for my own health sake. So, and I, I, I mean, I don't blame them, especially. After I got COVID nineteen, like it was not, it was not, it was not a fun experience. Two weeks of being sick, um, two weeks of being sick with it, and then another week or so of uh, bronchitis on top of that. So, and then still having a cough for uh, like an extra week on top. So, like basically a month of being sick uh, was, and in August, which really sucks because like you missed, you know, I missed out on so much with the kids getting to do stuff in the summer. And I didn't even have it that bad. You know, like, ultimately, I didn't really have it that bad. I didn't end up in the hospital or anything like that. So, you know, it was bad enough for me. And, yeah. Yeah, bronchitis was after the fact. Um, 
that that really i don't i think i maybe have had bronchitis like once ever in my life maybe that i know of that i got you know diagnosed with so for me it was yeah really not great experience that um fortunate i didn't end up in the hospital fortunate my son didn't end up with it um my son my daughter had it but she uh had no symptoms at all my, my wife melissa she had it but uh basically had like a mild cold um for like four or five days six days maybe and that's it so yeah i don't know so i i, I you know i think people will will We'll encourage people to wear masks. I probably will wear a mask on and off throughout, depending on how close. Like, you know, when I'm at the front of the room uh, hosting, I probably won't. Um, but when I'm, you know, in close proximity with a lot of people, I probably will. But I think the other question is, like, so so to go to MAGFest, they required a uh, your vaccination card for you to be able to get in. I don't think I would go that far. Uh, I think that's that's really up to people if they you know ch- so choose to do that. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought that was kind of weird. Um, not weird, but just maybe taking it one step further. But I, I don't know. I mean, maybe because of the fact that you have an event that has like I don't know twenty third. I don't know how many people show up at the event. Like twenty thirty thousand people. Uh, you know the rules of insurance are just different. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, versus like a hundred to two three hundred person event. It's not. It can't. No way. It's the same. Uh, Loki says I'm one of the only uh, one of these those people that doesn't get sick. Never had flu or COVID. Wow, that's that's awesome, man. I think I've only had the flu like two or three times in my life, and not a great feeling when i did but yeah so anyway i think i gotta go to bed because it is like 11 o'clock uh here and i got to get up early to go for a run because it's been a few days but uh i appreciate you all watching and uh being a part of the super community being here uh, hanging out, asking questions, getting to be a sounding board for uh, the next steps in uh, in the super community. And look here, so you're so welcome. I appreciate your time being here. It's it's so it's so awesome. I, I've always, even as a kid, uh, I remember it was like ninety nine, ninety nine, two thousand, um, getting to connect with people in the Unreal Tournament community and stuff like that uh, was really awesome. And EverQuest and getting to meet some of those people uh, in in real life later on down the line, like uh, I just I just love connecting with people. It it is far and away my favorite thing about life, um, thing to do in life. So uh, it's awesome that we get to do it here, and and uh, I'd, I'd love learning and teaching and all that. So I appreciate you and all of you, uh, watching Chaz, Locutus. Uh, let me see if I can scroll how far I can scroll up here. Uh, uh, Yuri and Raf and kid India. And I am, uh, Chaz, Chaz, I hope I'm saying that right. I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Uh, Paul and B, and Ewer and Kahir and do 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 and um and Mike and Pundi and Himant 
Awesome. 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 Well, thank you all for being here, uh, tonight. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll eventually I'll post videos over here for you to go and check out. Oh, uh, Angela. Thank you. Hi. Hi from Texas. Hope Texas is, uh, doing well. I don't know if you guys are in a deep freeze or not. Uh, I haven't really followed the news too much lately or the weather. Uh, so hopefully you guys are staying warm down there, uh, and enjoying the, the January. Uh, and if you're, if you are from Texas, if you're from Dallas, just saying, <clears throat> just saying, we will see, we will see. But, uh, but anyway, I hope you all have a great night or great day, depending on where you are in the world right now. Cause, uh, some of you are in, uh, in, in the morning time already, which is just absolutely awesome to me just to see, uh, look, says, perhaps you should schedule a live stream. So that way YouTube will notify your subs, even a five minute heads up. Yeah, I, I do need to do that. Cause like I've been hitting the, the, the go live button, uh, in OBS, which by the way, has this like dropped frames at all? Cause like my preview, like, it seems like it's running fine. And then I feel like I'm like, like skipping across the screen, uh, from time to time, but it doesn't show I've dropped any frames. So I'm going to say it's just local, not, um, not like not going out like that. Hopefully I hope, um, so I'm, I got a new uh, new capture card in there. No dropping frames. Okay, good. Because, it, yeah, it's like if I move too much, like every, like, 30 seconds. Oh, it just did again. Like, 30, every, like, 30 seconds or so, it, like, is weird. Good. Good to know. Good to know. Um, anyway, <laughs> yes, I will, I will try to schedule these things. It, the problem is uh, scheduling. I might be able to squeeze one in tomorrow night. Uh if possible, if not, maybe Thursday, but Thursday I try to rest because it got Shark Tank on Friday night and we got two episodes coming up. We got, uh, that I know of the 13th. So this Friday and the 20th. Um, so there's that also, uh, we're, uh, if you're into computer games, older games, uh, we are, I'm doing a, a LAN party here, uh, with some of my friends and I was thinking, Maybe I could open it up uh, to anybody that wants to to be a part of it. Um, uh, I think it's like most of the games are online. We might have to do some VPN stuff. Uh, it's uh, Friday the 17th of February and the 18th. So I'll probably do some live streaming and open up. Like we'll probably, like, probably, I don't know, there's a lot of old games we'll be playing. Like from like the early 2000s and stuff. But anyway, uh, go go have a great night, go have a great day, go be super, go do great things and, uh, and, and enrich other people's lives to, uh, to do a post on the community page. I, I will, I will post on the community. I got to figure out the VPN situation. Um, cause I have one now, but, uh, I don't really want just anybody coming on to my network. <laughs> uh, so, and I don't know what the pings are when you had talk. So I don't know. I might have to do, you know, maybe for certain games we could uh, put like postcodes or something. Like uh, if we do like golf with your friends or something, it would be fun uh, to to play or uh, Rocket League or or something like that effect. Anyway, I really gotta go. <laughs> I can sit here all night. Uh, greatly appreciate all of you. Take care, and uh, I'll see you in the the next video over here. Bye.